So sixty, I missed the notes. Almost didn't know what it was. What's going on, Real Fans Podcast? First and foremost, before we begin, I want to shout out all the viewers, all the listeners. Uh, we've been doing pretty good with our analytics. Shout out to y'all supporting, liking, sharing, commenting. We out here. You know what I mean? Let's do what we do. We got my real fans. I gave out here. You guys are the real fans. The real fans, the real fans. That's the episode. real fans, real fans. <laughs> Let, let's talk about the uh, big, biggest story coming out, you know, over the sports weekend. Obviously. Oh, the biggest Everybody's story. Everybody's been anticipating it. it. You know, it always keeps making news. It never stops making news. Slam ball's back, guys. We have slam ball. Oh, slam, ball. slam ball. Listen, if you guys the one slam thing ball. we've all been waiting for. We don't care about MLB postseason. We don't care about the Super Bowl. We don't. No, nah, I'm playing. But slam ball's back, guys. We out here. <laughs> Yo, I know Julian was talking about this a couple episodes back, and this this man was super excited. He's like, "What happened to slam ball?" Well, Julian, tell us what's going did on. I with bring slam? that up. You did. It, really? I did bring that yeah. up. Oh shit! You're right. Actually, yeah, I do remember talking about like the. I never knew what it was called. I just remember seeing it on TV. But yeah, man, yeah. I, saw, I got a. I just got a clip of it. I saw it on social media. It went around saying that it's back. I'm actually pretty excited. I mean, honestly, I'm not going to watch it like that, but I'm just, I just <laughs> want to see it like live in modern times because I'm not going to lie. I can, I can totally see it being like, not being like how it was because that was like a period in like television where like everybody was just doing like crazy shit and like game shows and stuff. And so I don't know how well it would hold up in like modern day times, but no, that shit was awesome growing up. Like I remember watching that being so confused too. I mean, like I, I was maybe, I was pretty young. But I just remember yeah. just seeing like these guys just jumping on trampolines. I didn't realize it was like an actual competition. And then um, when I saw the all the clips of it going back, I'm like, oh my gosh! Like I remember this, like the slam ball shit. I can see why they got rid of it because people would probably fucking break their neck. I think it's gonna be hella fun because you know I, I'm the one show I watch. Uh, I forget what streaming service I watch. I remember I watch Holy Moly sometimes too. That's like a good thing. It's, I think it's run by Steph Curry. Which is a fun thing. It's just like putt putt, but you know they have crazy games. They make it fun and funny, and they have characters and shit. So it's a good like you know turn your brain off. Let's just have fun. Let me just laugh. This is something I can put on while I, uh, uh, you know, full clothes or something. So uh, slam ball. I definitely do remember. It was like definitely reminds me of like the MTV age when MTV actually. Came yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like that um, night, like Mad TV. Yeah. Not Mad TV. What am I talking about? Um, hey, that Mad TV yeah, was that era too. It was significant around that time. But yeah, that wasn't what I was thinking though. But yeah, like those like game, like those like of crazy stunts, and like, it was during that time yeah. where like everybody was like into all that. Like, I think bro, it, it could be fun, like, like having the Harlem Globetrotters on on steroids out there. These yeah. men doing three Harlem Globetrotters, but actually competing, yeah, like, backflips, yeah. dunking on people, throwing them to the floor, throwing them against the, the wall. walks. Bro, nah, they they were from what I remember, they were actually super competitive. Like you, you'll get, yeah, it, it was like a competitive yeah. thing. It wasn't like Harlem Globetrotters. It was no, like bro, a show. You're, like, you're this leaning like, in and throwing a shoulder, and you you taking that man down, and then you're gonna dunk. And on you're like fucking what, almost fifteen feet in the air sometimes. Like, any what kind of bounce you get, like. Yo, like, you know how at the end, so I'm not, you know, my soccer references, I'm not up there like that, right? I guess penalty kicks and all, like, kind of like one-on-one, right? So I think they have that feature with slam ball. I, I don't know what like we'll call it. shootout? Foul. Yeah, no, but it's it's one-on-one. Someone plays defense under the hoop, and the other guy has the ball. He has to run out and, like, try to score on him. Yeah, like, yeah. Dunk on him. Those, so, those are the clips I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I don't rem- I didn't see any clips of them like live, like actually playing, but I saw like uh, the clips. I remember of, it was like, rough, you know, dude. They tackle and shit. Like you can get checked into yeah. a corner. Like they can when you're running the ball, they can push you to a corner. So like you know what this is like. You, you ever? Please, please, please tell me. Either you guys or the listeners have played Madden, not Madden, um, NFL Blitz. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. Sure. NFL Blitz on the Dreamcast. I have my Dreamcast. I don't know where that game is, and it's driving me insane because I would love to go back and play that because I, I literally have a Dreamcast and the controller and everything. Nice. And I would love to play that, but that is literally the basketball version of that, like, yeah. <laughs> but in real life. But again, or like, yeah. if you ever played like MLB Slugfest. You ever played like oh, yeah. MLB Slugfest? That was another one. Like, oh, it's like, kind of like M- NBA Jams too. In a yeah. Sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA Jams. You can games. check too. You can push them. Yeah. Bro, they need to bring those games back. Those just are so <laughs> fun. Nostalgia, those games man. are still around. Get an emulator, Bro, man. man. Get they, an emulator. They keep recreating 2K and Madden every year. Nah, we need. We nah, need it's getting. They're trying to make fun, it more realistic. Like, I'll, yeah. yeah, I want it fun as shit. Like, I, I want to be able to fight the ump. Like I used to be like in MLB Slugfest. <laughs> That was awesome. anyway. Speaking of uh, uh, NFL blitz, let's transition over to the NFL because the NFL has never stops making news all the time. Always NFL news. Uh, uh, that, probably the biggest thing over the weekend the was, was the Hall of Fame game this back. weekend uh, uh, for the NFL Hall of Fame game. Obviously, a game they played during the Hall of Fame. Uh, Julian, I don't know if you saw it. Was your Jaguars versus the Raiders? You're obviously wearing your Raiders jersey. Uh, any takeaways from the Hall of Fame game? Yeah. Uh, who'd you see? Who'd you like? What, what are your prospects? What do you? How do you feel yeah. about the Jags going forward? Trevor Lawrence traded to the, the Oakland Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders. My bad. My bad. Don't get. What? Didn't mean to put put up any uh, PTSD to all the Oakland fans out there. <laughs> like, um, no, yeah, it was what it was great. It was honestly great to see football is finally back. The season has officially started. Preseason started. Luckily, this is the yep. game that you don't really want to watch because it is like the Hall of Fame game is always preseason games aren't that great in the first place. But the Hall of Fame game is always the worst because it's not even backups half the time. It's it's like third stringers a lot of the times because it's so early. Yeah. Um, but since the preseason is shortened to three games instead of four, which started last year. So people who play in the Hall of Fame game, they have back to the original four preseason games. I thought maybe they would kind of go back to how they used to structure the four preseason games, but I guess not. They ended up just resting all the starters because normally when they had the four preseason games, like they would run like a drive or two. And that's what I was hoping, but nothing much. I just saw a bunch of like, um, I mean, you, you can only analyze this game so much because it's just guys trying to make a roster. It doesn't really like explain everything. The, the most you can kind of see is like how teams are going to maybe like time games, like how, like, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I was just checking out some of the fringe guys, seeing if there's any hidden gems, some like, uh, that we can get out of this preseason. The guys, those undrafted guys, see how they perform. And, um, yeah, I was just looking at a couple of the receivers, really. That's all I was checking out. And then by the third quarter, I pretty much tapped out. I was like, ah, I don't really care anymore. And yeah. it was getting late. So I'm like, cause the weather delay and everything. So, but also, this year, the the let's not forget the reason why the Jazz had the Hall of Fame games because this year we're getting our very first Hall of Famer into the Hall of Fame, Tony Baselli. He was the franchise's first pick ever in 1995, and Damn. he's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this weekend. Um, and he's going to be the first Jaguar inducted into the Hall of Fame. So that Shit. is the reason we got the, the Hall of Fame game and everything. 
Did and throw, it's so cool uh, too. Throw a little party uh, at the house to celebrate by yourself. Did you? Yeah, bro. Me and the dog. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's gonna be tomorrow. Tomorrow's the actual ceremony. It starts uh, you know, early in the morning. They have a whole bunch of people. They're gonna like speak. They're supposed to speak for like eight minutes. They have you know somebody come on their head yeah. coach or whatever their high school coach. I grew up. Well, yeah. it's cool too because it's like it's fine. Like I grew up watching him. Like it was like he didn't play very much. Like I very I remember very little. He had a short he career. Play super. He had a very short career, yeah, injured, which is yeah. what. Which is yeah, what helped? Which like what slowed down his, um, him getting inducted, which took so long because there's a lot of people that if he had a little bit longer career, he probably would have got pushed in a lot earlier. But because he had a shortened career, you know, they kind of held him back. But when it was in his time, man, he was the greatest left tackle in the league, and it is pretty cool to think that our first Hall of Famer was our very first draft. first draft pick. No, nah, that that's yeah, a pretty cool second that's second cool. overall. That's pretty dope, actually. That's pretty yeah. dope. So, uh, and it's yeah. weird because Tony Baselli, Tony Baselli, uh, like I said, he did have a short career, but he did place against some of the like most brutal guys. I think Julian, uh, the biggest thing he hit he got was against Bruce Smith, right? Bruce Smith, who also was a Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah. Uh, kind of like had some words against him, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Tony Baselli, you know, he was a top pick, top guy. He did play well for as short of a career as he did have. So I kind of, you know, as far as like Jack's players, he's one of the better, you know better jack players of all time i still think jimmy smith is definitely i don't know where he is in the hall of fame he should definitely get in and fred taylor should definitely get in into the hall of fame i would as far love as jack, I, jack would, I would love to see jimmy smith but with jimmy smith with his problems with the drug issues that he had that's what's held him back for so long um but fred taylor he's right up next fred taylor i think he was one round away from getting inducted which would have been sweet to see two jack players getting inducted at the same time, uh, especially for the first time ever. But he was—he just missed one round, but he should be up there. If anybody deserves – he probably deserves to get in more than Tony Baselli. I mean, he was a running back, so you have those stats to back it up. And that man was an absolute baller, 10,000-yard rushing uh, yards in his career. Um, yeah, he, he's next in line, and uh, he should get it soon. I hope. Yeah. So speaking on to other NFL news, uh, probably one of the biggest uh, – Signings, I guess, extensions. Uh, Debo Samuel of the 49ers signed a three-year uh, deal, 71 million contract extension with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Julian, I'll go to you first. Uh, how, how, what do you think about Debo Samuel signing an extension? Was this expected or is this surprising to you? Yeah, I mean, we talked about it last week. Uh, last week, we, we went on a whole 49ers like segment, taught Trey Lance, Garoppolo, all them boys. And uh, I was pretty much saying this, what's happening now that it's pretty much done. Like I'm sure that it was going through. I felt like if he didn't want to be there, he would have already been gone. And, uh, turns out I was right as usual, you know, <laughs> but, yeah, how do you, how do you feel about Debo Samuel yeah. as, as a player in the league? Like, do you think he's worth an extension or what? No, I mean, he's a hundred percent worth an extension. This guy ran that, that whole team. Like he put, literally put the team on his back last season, well, the last few seasons. Um, now the issue was with the 49ers, we kept talking about, about uncertainty with, with Jimmy G. Um, and then D go, goes ahead and requests a trade, um, if I'm correct. So, I mean, he deserves the money for sure. Now, you know, he's going to have to put his, his faith into a, to a new quarterback uh, this season. Uh, so we're going to see how that goes for the 49ers. I, I, I still expect him to perform how he, he performed, and they're going to heavily rely on him. Especially if Trey Lance doesn't pull through, and you know, I 
you know, I know it's his first time having a starting position, but he's he is gonna have to have a, a big season. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, you know, Super Bowl bound, you know, but obviously like playoff contention, right? They're not starting from scratch. Um, you know, they're re-signing Debo, so there's still hopes into them at least making the playoffs. Yeah. And I think, you know, as far as players, like he's one of the most complete. Like he plays all facets of the game, right? As far as receiving, we know he's fast, we know he can catch the ball. He also blocks. He plays defense. Like, like so, there's a run game. Whatever he can, he, he can run the ball, but also he can run block. Uh, he can pass block. So, as far as like any, you know, the aspects, different aspects of the game, he's super valuable. Super valuable. I think he's a fun young player. I love watching him. You know, he's going into, uh, you know, obviously he just got to stand it on his rookie career. So uh, he has some, he has some injuries early on. Uh, he has some injuries early on that that kind of kept him back but i think he's definitely a prime player and like this is a guy i root for like debo samuel was a fun guy to watch in front of the roof for julian i don't know how, they'd how be fools or... they'd be fools to have gotten rid of him they had no no, no yeah choice. they had no choice it, honestly it would have been stupid like uh it would have made no sense like and that's what i was saying like there's no way they're gonna let him walk they don't i mean they have some decent weapons but like i mean they really heavily relied on the defense um I w- I'm I'm really curious to see how uh, Coach Shanahan's going to like really work with him and Trey Lance in the back with Debo in the backfield and then Trey Lance's quarterback. Like I'm really curious to see what kind of things he draws up because I think having Trey Lance now, which me and Gabe went over last week, how he's pretty much they said he's going to be the starter and Jimmy G's going to be on the bench. Um, it's really going to open up the playbook more to do some more creative things and. Obviously, Debo is a huge part of that, so they needed to, to hold on to that to, you know, to unlock that creativity right. because they're going to have to with that division. Yeah. So, in uh, other news, probably the biggest other more news that we kind of talked about earlier, Julian uh, JoJo was here for. Uh, we talked about Deshaun Watson earlier on. I think they were the Cleveland Browns said they were a never-ending uh, story. Getting ready oh. for a eight-game suspension finally comes out. The league and the players' union they have a separate arbiter or judge to review the cases. They only reviewed five, five cases of uh, allegations. Uh, they found out that it is true that Deshaun Watson has been probably more than likely has been the things he's been alleged of for these five cases, five of 23, 24, something like that. Um, and he finally came down with a six game suspension. Um, but, uh, as of last week or the beginning of this week, uh, the NFL, I think Roger Goodell's filed for uh, like kind of a an appeal, review, like a, an appeal uh, to for the judgment. So he got six games. I believe Roger Goodell wanted twelve games. He wanted like a whole season, pretty much. He wanted the whole season, so yeah. Twelve games or a whole season coming out. Uh, and the players' association, they wanted six games. They gave him six games. So Judge, I'll go to you. Uh, when you heard this, the Sean news, him getting six games suspension. Like, how, how do you feel about it? How do you feel that Deshaun is getting treated in this case? Uh, I mean, honestly, with that many uh, accusations, you know, and, you know, they finally did the research, right? Like, I guess, you know, he got lucky, right? Six games. I feel like he's lucky, right? I mean, I know he hasn't been uh, shown, like, guilty, per se, in the court of law. Uh, but, you know, they looked into those five cases and found enough evidence against him. Um, so, you know, he for sure deserves a punishment uh, for what's been going around. I don't think it's coincidental. Um, with how many cases, uh, even though we did find it coincidental during the time those accusations uh, arise, obviously when you requested that trade. Um, but hey, man, 
he, he hasn't played in a, in, a, in a year, right? He missed a season or maybe even more. Um, I don't think it's really going to affect his game anymore at this point. Um, so he just needs to mentally get prepared after those six games uh, and just be ready to come back, man, and just put it behind them. Uh, but I'm glad that he he got a pretty fair punishment. Obviously, you can have one side that wishes, you know, it was more games. And, you know, the other side is going to say, hey, man, that's way too many games because, you know, he wasn't proved guilty technically uh, on anything. Uh, six games reasonable. Uh, I figured my personal opinion around six to eight games uh, was pretty fair for this matter. Uh, Julian, how, how do you, when you heard the news, uh, how do you feel like uh, the NFL and Roger Goodell is processing it? Like, do you think that uh, he got a fair shake? Oh, I think he's going to get more. It's not over yet. I, I don't know. There's one thing that always happens. That the Shield doesn't lose. You know, the Shield gets what they want. And I think they're going to appeal this. I, I would not be surprised if the whole season's gone. I wouldn't wow. be surprised. And some people think that he deserves it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I, because it is weird. I, I'm, I don't know. Like, because my biggest thing is just like, how do you determine? Because if like Joe just said, if the court of law didn't charge him on yeah. anything, then it's like, I don't know. Like, you know, it, it's weird. But then again, it's like, yeah. And you know, it's, it's all a it's all it's all a PR move. Like realistically, the NFL, if there wasn't such a PR aspect, they would have played them. You know, yeah. they don't care at the end of the day. But um, my my thing is real quick, not to interrupt, but back to my point. You yeah, know, what I mean? obviously, not everything's going to be proved in a court of law, right? Like if he did step out of boundaries with woman, you know, uh, disrespected, you know, pursued when he shouldn't have. Of course, he should one hundred percent get punished but like julian said like the situation is kind of weird around it's kind of around when it happened um and the situations we're hearing like with the massages and and all these things they were kind of throwing things left and right at him um you know if he did wrong he deserves a punishment at the end of the day right now it's just what will that punishment be which he got those six games you know but you could go ahead i thought six games is a little light like if i'm just considering like what he would have gotten i thought six I thought he was either going to get none or he was going to get like 10. I thought it was, an, uh, I, I'm kind of surprised he only got six. I thought he was either going to get off completely scot-free. Or, but now with the appeal, it looks like Roger Goodell's really going after him. So, yeah, like I said, man, yeah. you don't mess with the shield. Like he's, yeah. he's going to get a whole damn season, like or at least 12. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll definitely see, you know, he'll start the season. He'll finish the season. Um, and realistically, like, does he even care to, to how much he gets suspended? Because no, he's had the highest paid contract ever. He's going to make he's going to make forty million dollars this year, and the season's already a wash because you're going to have a backup quarterback most likely playing on let's say on the good end half the season. It's like, like do you, I guess it really depends where the team's at. I mean if. Cam Newton goes in there and starts fucking balling up and then <laughs> if they end up signing him. Um, I guess it really depends, but it's like, I think Deshaun is just like, I think he just doesn't care. And everybody, I don't know if you've seen the clips going around in training camp. I did. He's been looking bad. He's been looking bad. Granted, he's probably rusty, but supposedly he's been training, so I don't know. 
Uh, so we'll see. I mean, Deshaun Watson, like I said, more than likely, as of right now, as it stands, uh, the news, he will play this season. But we'll see what comes of the appeal uh, come the other the second half of the season. Speaking of the Browns, their competition, uh, Deontay Johnson uh, signs uh, an extension, uh, two-year, $36 million with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he extends with the Steelers. I don't know how this makes them competitive, Julian. Uh, Deontay Johnson, I think he's a nice he's a nice little player to have. He's been good for them. But he's one of these guys like, is it worth $15 million for this year and for next year? Like, do you think, like, I don't know if they still compete. Like, I still have I still have the Bengals competing this season and being the top of, of that division. Do the Steelers get better by extending Johnson? Well, you get worse if you don't. You know what I mean? You got a That's rookie quarter. You that got too. a rookie. You get a rookie quarterback coming out of pit, which I liked. I liked him. Um, I think he's going to be pretty good. Um, he's already a fan favorite over there. Obviously, he played in college in pit. So it's like, you know, he gets drafted by the NFL team in Pittsburgh. Like, you know, kind of a perfect fit. And he needs a weapon. Like, we, we, how many times have we seen, like, rookie quarterbacks go in there and have no weapons, and it just hurts the development? So I think, obviously, D- Dante Johnson, he's not an elite wide receiver. He's, he's a great number two. I think Pittsburgh needs to find that number one. They're definitely not going to get it this year because season's already coming up and they're not getting anybody now. But I think you need to have something. And I think it was a solid pickup. I don't think $15 million's that expensive considering everything that's going on. Um, but it's not like they have big contracts on that team either. So, I mean, who are you paying a lot to? You got a rookie quarterback. You know, TJ Watt is your highest paid player on that team. Uh, you got some money to spend. Why not? You know, and the, con- and the salary cap is going up every year. So, yeah. Lock them in now. And- I was going to say, also on that team, they have Miles Boyk and Chase Claypool still there. Um, yeah, you got, uh, Juju uh, Smith I don't know why I completely yeah. forgot Smith about Chase left, obviously. He's with KC. Um, so it's kind of like, he's the guy you've had around. Oh. He knows the playbook. Might as well keep him. JoJo, I don't know how you feel about Deontay Johnson uh, with the Steelers. Uh, how do you feel as him as a player? Will he be productive for the Steelers? Yeah, no, I, I definitely believe so. And kind of like what Julian said, man, I mean, if he walks, he, you're just going to get worse. Um, you know what I mean? So that's a great thing, you know, they kept him that, and he stood. So it's all, he's definitely going to have a productive season. And, you know, with a new quarterback this year, your boy Ben, gone. Who was the replacement? Kenny oh, let me Pickett. Look it up. I'm, Is I'm, he a rookie I'm, from I'm last missing, season? Yeah. No, he's a rookie. He just got drafted this year. He played at uh, Pitt. It's going to be um, interesting. What the hell is his first effect. name? His last name is Pickett. I'm drawing a blank on his first name. So who who knows how this season is going to go with the Steelers. But, hey, they, they need every asset um, that they could keep a, a hold of at this point. Yeah, Kenny, a lot I was right. I, I, was, I was right. I knew I, I knew I was wrong. And they got they got Trubisky on the bench, man. And they still got Rudolph. They got a solid, like, you know, three quarterbacks uh, it's got a solid people who we don't care about because they're just people. <laughs> yeah, but but they're like, <laughs> look, there's worse backups out there. Honestly, like I would take Trubisky and Rudolph as your two backups for a rookie quarterback. I don't think that's bad at all. So, and I completely yeah. forgot about Claypool. I don't think Clay, yeah. Claypool needs another guy to the side of him. So that's another thing. I don't think Claypool's at that level to where he's like a he's going to excel to the point where he's like it don't matter how many people are on him. 
he's going to score. Like, I think he still need. He's one of those number ones that needs another guy next to him, and it works. Yeah. So let's uh, transition over. Let's talk about the NBA real quick. Uh, NBA still making news. Obviously, we're in the doldrums of the summer. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers re-sign James Harden to a contract. JoJo, how do you feel about this contract, James Harden? Obviously, he could have extended. I think it was a contract he could have extended and got guaranteed money, but he decided to not sign and then re-sign with the 76ers, try to give him some help. Uh, do you still feel like the 76ers are going to be competitive with uh, James Harden re-signing? Yeah, honestly, uh, <laughs> you know, for, for once, you know, I, I'll give I'll give Harden his props, right? Like, I, I feel like now he really shifted his mentality that he wants to win. Um, he did take a little pay cut. You know, maybe, you know, they get they get uh, some backup here in the season for 76ers, help him and uh, Joel Embiid out. Um, then they just pick up uh, TJ from the Heat. Or PJ, PJ, PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker, PJ, PJ Tucker. PJ, yeah, 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 I'm sorry, yeah, I was on yeah. mute. I'm typing here. So. No, you're good. Yeah, so they picked up PJ. Um, and Am I know, crazy? And, did he get traded? Or was it a sign? No, he got signed. He did not. He was a free agent. He got yeah. picked up. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was he had a one year at Miami. But um, as far as the signing, man, uh, again, like he 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 wants to win, right? But. Every single season, we're gonna talk about it. I know we're gonna talk about it at the start of the NBA season. We, you know, we're gonna talk about projections. We're gonna talk about this uh, during All Star break. We're gonna talk about this uh, when playoff time comes and how Doc Rivers just always ends up falling short in the playoffs, along with Joel Embiid as well. Um, man, can they get? I'm not sure. You, you're really gonna have to turn back the clock. We're gonna need to see the vintage James Harden here. Uh, but hey, for once we know that he's not in it for the money, right? So if you could turn back the clock to Houston, uh, vintage James Harden, uh, an effective season. But it's just not about how well the 76 is going to do. You got to look at the competition in the East as well, man. The Heat ain't going nowhere. Toronto always hangs around. You got the Celtics. So, Bucks. you know, you, you, Bucks, they can easily be a first or second round exit depending on who they play and what seed they're in. So I, I still feel like they're going to be the same team as, as last season. They're going to be a playoff team. But can they get over the hump to get to the finals? I don't know. I agree. I mean, I don't yeah, – okay, yeah, you're resigning Harden. But, I mean, you're pretty much rolling out the same team that was already there. And you think this team's going to make it any farther? I just don't think they really have the depth to compete with a, a Bucks, with a Heat, with the Celtics. Like, I don't think there's an, enough there. Um, are they a playoff team? For sure. Do I for think sure. they make it the second round? I think, yeah, for sure. Getting past that second round, that's where I get like worrisome. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's enough. Unless James Harden and Embiid just absolutely go off, and maybe they get some guys that, that come out of nowhere. Just the supporting cast just really steps up. But they're yeah. gonna like, like Julian yeah. said, they're gonna need a player or two to just kill it come playoff time and just step up. They're gonna need that third guy. You know, that doesn't have a big name because that that's, that's hero, man. Like, listen, we know James Harden's not going to have that clutch moment in the play. Hey, maybe he can for a game, but it's not going to be the, a meaningful game. It's not going to be, you know, a must one game six or a must one game seven. Or as Joel Embiid, we know he could drop 40 games, one game, two game, three come game six, game seven to close it out. They're just not going to do it, especially yeah. against these 50 50 teams. They're going to go against, they're going to go against high seeded teams. 
uh, second, third round in the playoffs. You're going to get the Celtics. You're going to get the Bucks. You're going to get the Heat. You know what I mean? With depth in their teams. Uh, shout out Jason Tatum and uh, and Brown. They finally got over the hump. You know, they were literally one game away from losing if the Heat, yeah. you know, won that game seven to go in the finals. Like, just like that. Now, Harden and and B, they're going to have to have that chip on their shoulder come playoff time. Like, they're going to need that killer instinct. Close out the series. You can't give up 20-point leads. Like, silly mistakes that consistently happens. And, again... You can't give up games, too. It could be a coaching problem. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like, but we've seen it consistently every single year. You know, they lost that game winner against Kawhi way back in Toronto, and they ended up winning the whole thing. You know? Real quick. Here's a quick little thought, a little off script. Do you think Doc Rivers is a little bit overrated as a coach? I've thought that for a while. I don't think he's that great of a coach. Yeah, he's he a won, winning coach. That's just my he personal won, He I won, won one championship with a absolutely stacked team. And couldn't follow up with it ever since. Like, I don't say. With, with, with the Clippers teams, that was very good. Yep. And with the Sixers team, that has been very good for a few years. Well, he won with and Celtics as well. No, that's what I'm saying. His, his, his only about. thing was the the one championship with the Celtics, which with the stacked team. I don't think uh, – I think from what I hear, uh, Doc is more interested in other things besides basketball. Like he's interested in being in nice places, living in nice places with warm weather and nice golf courses. Wow. Uh, as far as like winning, he's been around winning. He's always been around winning. But as far as like playbook stuff, I've never heard anything complimentary of of Doc Rivers. He just had great players that play great, and that that'll cover your ass. You know what I mean, like you know, I've yeah. never like Gabe said, like I never heard like what kind of coach he is. Is he heavy on defense? Uh, is he good at scheming up plays? Is he good with time management? And you know, like I haven't really seen anything big since. Boston, and he really knew how to use that team. Uh, bro, Rondo, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, KG, like any given moment, one of those guys was having a clutch bucket or a clutch pass. Uh, but it, then again, it could be the players. And they had heavy stacked LA. I mean, Clippers they were big veterans. Year yeah. year. Then he transitioned, right? Got He got fired, right? And then he went to Philly. No, he oh, left and oh, went to left. Clippers. When no, I, I think, Clippers. I'm pretty sure when they – was he fired? After oh, the with the Clippers? Yeah. Oh, um, I'm pretty sure they got rid of him. I, I, I feel like it was, oh, I think it was mutual. I think it was mutual. I'm mm. not sure. I know what the Celtics. Know. I'm pretty sure with the Celtics, he left on his own. Yeah, because the big three retired and all his players were gone. He's like, "Fuck, what am I going to do? I'm going to go somewhere." <laughs> they all went to Brooklyn. <laughs> He's like, I'm so, go somewhere else where they have players. And I'll say that, that Clippers no. team should have been way better than what they produced those years. That Clippers team should have been pushing for a title. And I don't know if that's him, if it's the players or what, but that team was very good. What were we saying there, Gabe? Years he was there. So he started his career, obviously, in Orlando uh, from 1999 to like 2004. And he went to Boston. He was there probably his longest career in Boston, 04 to 2013. Uh, to the Clippers, he was there for like two, four, it looks about seven, eight years with the Clippers, and then he went to Philly. 
uh, yeah. for two years. Um, so and he's I mean, he's had a, two years. Yeah, they had man Kawhi and, and PG couldn't get it done with the Clippers. Uh, you know, they, they, they were trying to decide, dude, are they blaming the players or are they blaming the coaching there at that point? Why they Chris still Paul. Yeah. bro, they had an elite team. We're signing the two of the best two way players in the league, Kawhi yeah, and, and, yeah. and the team. like that. Yeah, was and then you had I, Chris Paul's on that team, right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. no, yeah, with, not with PG on, on the Clippers. The Clippers, yeah, no, with Clippers. PG yeah, and Kawhi. He, he was the, not with oh, P- I don't with know. PG, he, he wasn't there at the, at the time. No, no. no, he already got. He already left before that. That's what I'm well, saying. When he first went to the Clippers, he had obviously he had Blake Griffin in his prime. DeAndre um, Jordan. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan. You had uh, Chris Paul. I'm missing pretty, somebody. I'm pretty sure his son was playing there at the same time too. I believe so. Yeah. Um, I'm missing another big star. There's somebody else that was there. I can't they think had, of that. That way, that way too too many people. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, every year they they had they had star power. Um, and that so, that was the year that like that 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 section of years that was like the Clippers' time to just like take over LA because those were like Laker down years. That was like the a, a very down section for the a down few years for the Lakers, and that was like the time for the Clippers to like take over and like kind I mean, of. I they recently LA's just team. the, the back. Of LA too again going back to Pars and Kawhi, uh, they had that battle when LeBron was on the Lakers. They're like, all right, who's who's going to be the top team in LA? And guess what? Lakers ended up winning the championship. And no, Lakers but I mean, during that time, the Lakers yeah. was like Kobe was on his last leg. They were trying to go for that big three with Dwight Howard and Steve Nash and all that. Like that, that. That Lakers team was bad. Like the, those few years, they were really bad. So, so going. So my take, just question, a, yeah, yeah. Doc Rivers yeah. overrated. Yes or no? Uh, I'm just going to end it. I'm going to wrap it up and say yes, because he's always taken jobs with great players, right? With with elite players, top players in the league. And it's always been upsetting. Besides that one Celtics year that he actually won a championship with great players. Talking about Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. Besides that one championship, he's always taken jobs with good teams and never finished a job. You know what I mean? So, like, see, with me, I have respect for my heat, my spo. When the big three left, guess what? Spo and the Heat still somehow remained relevant. I'm not saying they're a top elite team, but they still somehow were able to compete afterwards. And look at look at how, you know, talk about the 2020 bubble. Look at last year, how they still can compete. And, like, we don't have the best players, right? Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Bucket's our best player. But somehow they're still able to get the pieces and develop, develop players enough to they can compete. I... Can't really say that for Doc Rivers. Me, in my opinion, like I said, I think he's a little bit overrated. He does great with great players, still not meeting expectations. I don't think he's that great, man. I think he's overrated. Julie, I don't know. I don't know. He's overrated. Yeah, me. I agree. Everything I agree. Seen. I agree. All right, let, let's transition over. Let's talk about other stuff. Uh, let's talk about KD, man. KD's still out there. JoJo, I don't know how you feel about this. KD is big rumors. He says he wants to be traded. Obviously, Kyrie re- resigns with... Uh, the the Brooklyn Nets. I was about to say New York Nets, but uh, he resigns <laughs> with the Brooklyn Nets. He's still out there, man. He said he wanted to go to the either the Suns or to Miami, and all these teams are coming out. I think last week uh, Julian and I talked about Celtics. how now the Celtics were were in the running. They're talking about trading Jalen Brown and whoever else pieces. Jojo, how do you feel about like KD? Do you do you think KD is going to actually be traded, or do you think that he he's going to play next year with the Nets the entire season? I mean, listen. Uh... 
the Suns just re-signed Aiton. Who are they gonna get rid of to get KD over there? Like that's that's a done deal. That's I don't think that's happening. One, you don't have the money. Two, you're not gonna trade your best players for KD. Like you got a whole system going with it over there. Like yeah, I know KD once in a generation talent, but as we can see, not to bring LeBron into this, he does not have the LeBron effect. You're not gonna go to a team and now you're instantly a title contender because we've seen it happen now with the Nets the last few seasons. Like, yeah, a playoff team, but not a, not a title contender. So. Well, they were supposed to be a title contender. Yeah, but the Suns were already. They never turned out contender. being one. Yeah, I don't think they're going to trade up now for KD and get rid of all their assets. Um, Boston, when I heard that Boston rumor, right off, I, there's no way I was upset. There's no way this man, two times in his career, will go to the team that smoked them in the playoffs the season after they beat them. There's no way he's going to do that. And they swept them. You're going to go to the team that went to the finals yet again, and they swept you in the playoffs. Do you guys really see that happening? No. Like, here's here's my thing. Like, you know I'm not the – I trash on LeBron. But I will say KD, things he's done has kind of irked me a little bit, like – like you said, like the whole like Golden State thing and now like the Brooklyn thing. He's not he doesn't like it just everything just comes out to be like he doesn't like things aren't turning out like how he pictured. So now he's like, give me out as quick as possible. Like, I just want to leave. I want to leave. Like, give me out. Give me out. Give me out. It's not working. It's like, it's like a little kid almost. And now and then it's like, oh, you want to go to an extremely stacked team? Like, I don't know. That just like it just really irks me instead of being like, all right, we're going to come back and get your ass. Like, it's just like. I don't like it here. I, I'm going to go over to the, the better yeah. team. More people. Yeah. It just irks me. Like, it just like, it just comes off like a little soft to me. Like, I don't know. Like I get like when situations are bad and you're just like, get me out of here. But it's just yeah. like, it's like, yeah, like it's the second time in a row now. It's like, Oh, I don't like what's going on here. Let me go to the team that beat me. Like they're, they're better. They have more people. Like, it's just like, it, and, and for, for KD, like, it's pretty crazy because he still has four years left on the contract, right? So it's all like, you you were in here the long haul, and, like, now, yeah. like, Julian says, like, you're, like, trying to get out. Like, you just signed a big-ass contract. Why? So, and, uh, JoJo, you brought up the, the Aiton uh, uh, contract. Like, like the standards have been set, right? Because Rudy Gobert, the Rudy Gobert got traded, and, and the standards have been set, right? That, that's where Rudy Gobert, which is, you want to say he's a top defensive player? Okay, that's fine. He's no fucking KD. And the fact that he they got so much haul for for uh, Rudy Gobert, like that pretty much set the standard for everybody. So like, how are you gonna get a KD, which is like a top elite player, yeah. you know, top two, not top three best players in the league? Like, does anybody have enough? If he wants to get traded, KD says he wants to be out. Whatever, that's fine. If he wants to be traded, like, what what is the value? What is the standard? Like, can anyone now real quick? How, and how, and how that was my that? Yeah. Let me get one point across because again, just to bring back the LeBron effect. Why can't KD, instead of him trying to escape, why can't he just pull in talent? Why can't he get people to go to him and want to play with him and maybe fix that Nets team? See, LeBron, okay, people get on him for recruiting, but at least LeBron won't get traded. He don't want to go to a super stack team. At least he'll go to the team and then he'll bring in his pieces. Fine. KD's trying to find a way to escape. Like, all right, his next best option will probably be the Miami Heat, which, you know, again, we they have an amazing system, amazing coaching. Great depth, but who are you gonna get rid of for this one guy? You're gonna get rid of that whole complete system that you had working, and is that really effective? Like, 
does that guarantee a, a finals? Like, does it? Yeah. So, and that's what I, I was saying. Like, yeah, and then that's what I was saying. It's like one. I think the reason why Katie's not like that. He does. He doesn't. I don't think he's a very social person. I don't think he's. He's not a salesman. Like, he's not gonna like. Yeah. He's not. And then like, and then two like what Gabe was saying with the the hall like, like you said, we saw they gave up for Rudy Gobert like. It wouldn't be worth it for any team. It's like because if for a team to get rid of all those pieces, it's like, okay, did you even get better then? Like you didn't even get better. And then secondly, I mean, thirdly, like. Wouldn't Brooklyn be the best place for him to be at anyways? Because if somebody if he was to get traded off somewhere else. Most likely, that team is going to have to get rid of a lot of supporting pieces. Exactly. Be, so then he's going to go back to the same situation that he was in Brooklyn. Yep. But the thing is, with Brooklyn, right now, we don't know what's happening with Kyrie. It seems like he might not. I play. don't know what they're going to do. He's gonna, he's, he, yeah, he's, I think he's, he's pretty play. much going to be he's there. Gonna he's going to play. Ben Simmons might be healthy by a time of the season. Maybe he's a new man. Who knows? Uh, we're not biggest Ben Simmons, fin- ben Simmons fans on this podcast. But like, I don't. I like you. I think it's well. One, I don't think you're getting anybody over in New York, and I think this is the first time in Katie's career where he has no leverage. He has no leverage I, I don't at think all. He does. Not at this point. Brooklyn has really Brooklyn has all the leverage. It's like, why? All right, you want to go? Find a deal for us, and more than likely that, and you you go somewhere. Wherever you go, it's going to end up being pretty bad because the team had to get rid of all of us, and you know what's going to happen to us. We're going to be good. We're still yeah. going to be relevant because yeah. we're still going to have Kyrie and we're going to have all so, those pieces that we brought over and we're still going to exactly. be playoffs. So it's like, I, I see just stay. Like why? Like yeah, I, yeah, man. That's, that's what I'm say. Option. Like, the more, the more, more like he's announced that he wants to leave. Right, Kyrie resigns. He's on. He announced he wants to leave. The more and more we get closer and it gets longer of like nothing's happening and everybody's waiting for this KD you know domino to fall. The more I think, like he's just gonna stay in New York and play. All the dominoes fell. Whether, whether whether he wants to, you know, sit out and be like, all right, well, I'm not playing. I'm not showing up at all. I'm not showing up at Parker Center. If that's what you want to do to actually like say, hey, just pay me money and I won't show up. That's how you want to leave. Then maybe you know, maybe the the Nets will get desperate. But right now, the Nets have all the chips. They have well, like no, no reason to do that. He has no yeah. like. Yo, you're a superstar, bro. Don't don't play the diva role now. This late in your career, and, and he's and he's aging. He's like, aging. Yeah. You don't want to miss a year. Deshaun Watson, no, he's young. Like KD is like he's got to be in his thirties now. And you're, right? you're already coming back from injuries, and your your time is ticking. Yeah. Your, your ankles, your Achilles, what your knees, whatever it was, it, it ain't the same. Not and it's not a bad. It's, it's still they should be a playoff team. Like no, him, Kyrie, and potentially, be. you know, Simmons. Who knows? If Simmons it wasn't like up. a Harden, it wasn't like a Harden situation, uh, out of Houston where like by like Russell Westbrook was gone, everybody was gone, and it's just Harden there. And it's like, all right, I need to get the fuck out of here because there's nothing I can do here. Right. That was a little different. But like here, it's like, like I said, he has no leverage. He just he's he ties horses to the next. Wait, yeah, and here's the last the last thing I want to say about this. He wants a cop out. Listen, he went to a team knowing that no offense to Steve Nash. Yes, you had amazing players, but you went to a super young coach that was not established yet in the league. Like that was your fault. But like, you know what I mean? There could be more internal problems aside than your teammates, but like Hey, maybe the coaching's the issue, and they probably. Yeah, there's a certain, 
There's a certain like, point where on. you just have to live with your decisions that you made. Like you made this decision, and it's that's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. That's the so last thing. I'll let's talk about. Stuff. Yeah, let's talk about other news. Um, Brittany Griner was arrested in Russia. Obviously, I think she had a, a vape pen. I don't know if I had weed in it or if not. She had some kind of vape pen. Uh, she was arrested. She was detained for like more than like 150 days. Yeah. She finally had a trial. She got. Uh, pretty much sentence for like smuggling and for having legal substance or something. Nine years in prison. Jojo, I know you want to talk about this real quick. Um, yeah, man. Brittany Griner. I, I don't know what you think about this Brittany Griner situation. When I saw the sentence, I just thought it was ridiculous. Um, sorry, excuse that. Um, nine years. The maximum sentence she could have got. I don't know too much details on the rules in Russia and traveling and the smuggling. Apparently, it was traced to THC. And what she had, the vape pen, and they accused her for smuggling. Um, and she admitted it. I think she came out over and said, okay, cool. She knew what she was doing. Um, but, she, you know, she was sorry. She showed compassion. And they gave her nine out of ten years, which which is ridiculous. Now she's stuck in a Russian prison for nine years. And it's not like she had bags of cocaine, bags of weed. Yeah. Or, you know, w- whatever the situation was on her. And, again, I don't know international rules. I've only traveled internationally once. And it's unfortunate at uh, the timing where it happened. And, you know, during, you know, Russia's invasion, she got stuck out there. I think it's ridiculous. You know, I was actually upset about it to hear that. Um, if if they uphold it and she's stuck for nine years, man, one, we have one of our own over here stuck in Russia. And two, like her, her career is over. Like that that's it. You know what I mean? There's there's no more Brittany Griner in the WNBA, uh, you know, doing, doing what she does. You know, like it, it's I think it's insane. Uh, honestly, I don't have any more words on it. It sucks, man. And if they could figure something out to get her back over here, that that would be amazing. It would be a miracle for that to happen. Yeah. I don't know how you guys feel. That about ain't that. that ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't surprised. I mean, my thing is, it's it sucks and it's terrible. But I guess to me, at the end of the day, as somebody who's traveled a lot, traveled to a bunch of different countries, you don't even like. Like you don't even like, and I and I admire that she admitted it to it and it's, um, and like acknowledged her mistakes. But you know, <clears throat> it's terrible, and I don't think she she don't deserve nine years. Like that's fucked up. But you know what you're doing. Like you don't even try, man. Especially in a country like Russia, where there's no extradition laws. Like where there's like, you know, it sucks. But like you. Sh- you know better. Like, you shouldn't be... She's a grown-ass woman. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, you know what I mean? That's just my thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty pretty, pretty shitty. It's all political shit, right? Because now we're in the middle of where... I, you know, Russia's pretty much isolated right now uh, from the world and the World Bank and all this shit with the, with the shit they started in Ukraine. Um, Brittany Griner. There have been talks, like, in the background of, like, them trading for people, right? Because other Russians that are arrested in America to trade, to cross, to give them up. But from what I heard, they had this one guy that they're talking about trading for that was like pretty much like an arms dealer. Arms dealer, which, yeah. Which was like, I don't know if you saw the Marvel movies, you know, bro, like it, the claw. It's, yeah, like, bro. It's, does that even it's make sense? Happening, uh, a lady, it's a lady Russia, who had, dude. Like, she had a vape pen versus some guy who sells guns and missiles yeah. to kill people like yeah. does that is that even does that equate is that equal like oh that, i did not agree and i understand doing anything <laughs> possible but we got to do things the right way and i do feel yeah. like you gotta be smart every, every life is important right but you you have to look at the outcome right yeah. you gotta look at the macro point of view of 
cause and effect. And having this guy free over there, man, wow, the potential of that. You know yeah. what I mean? Having a, so, I mean, <laughs> but like, what do you like? What are you guys' thoughts on like what I said? Like, do you think like there's like, yeah, it's terrible and it's really bad and like I don't agree, but at the end of the day, it is like Russia. Like, I, yeah. I wouldn't do anything but, possible that I know that is illegal over there. Like, last thing, and like I said, if somebody's just traveled a lot, like you don't. I'll be honest. Think I don't think I'd ever even go to Russia, bro. I don't think I'd ever step. And that's another thing, like, 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 because since she she was going there to like train or like do like a no, they have a league. They have a league. Just like like, you know, we can talk about you know sports washing with like you know we talk about the live golf or whatever with Saudi Arabia. Russia has a basketball league because they want to seem like they're this this modern country that has we have all the sports. We have you know racing. We have basketball. We have whatever golf. We have so. There, you know, Double a lot of the WNBA players go over to play uh, in the off season and get money. They get paid by this Russian league, which is run by the Russian government. They have to travel to go play in those leagues. So um, it's unfortunate. Like Julian, you talk about like, oh, don't bring like. Do you even trust? I don't even trust the Russian. Like, you trust like Russia's legal department? I don't like, like, trust it. They're very I, legal because with all the war atrocities going on in Ukraine, like, do you trust? No, Russia's I mean that's a fair. Guys? That's we, a fair. We point. do not like drugs. That's a fair point. But like I said, I would do everything possible not to even put myself in that situation. Though. Like, yeah, you know, and like, I, it's a bit excessive to say somebody don't, smuggling. You don't think but, about. You don't yeah. think about. The- those things right until it happens right at that point you're like oh bring I, in a legal drug over like you tell me you well, don't think about that well I'm, what like, i'm saying uh, is you don't think <laughs> of the consequences right you don't you don't think of like nine years in prison that's not what was going on in your head like oh yeah, yeah. nine years in prison could happen. got a vape pen this is a vape pen like you, you know what i mean like, yeah maybe you could get shit, in trouble that shit happens here bro i mean it happens here just, there's a certain yeah. part of personal responsibility like i mean that's just my thought like i mean Anyways, I, I don't think, but yeah. To counter Julian, I think it's a bit ridiculous call, to call her for smuggling. When I think smuggling, you know, I think I think of planes. I think of cargo boats of drugs. Bro, that shit happens to here. Say a that shit is that shit happens here, ridiculous. dude. I'm telling you, that shit's the same. Anyway, in charge of that same shit here, uh, the smuggling cool. or distribution or whatever. Even yeah. though it's just well, like their own. Thing. We'll end it. We'll end it at this point. Very controversial topic here. Uh, anyways, you know. Free brain grinder. Let's get to yeah. a reduced sentence overall. Uh, we just wish her the best. All right, go ahead, Gabe. Take it away. All right, yeah. I want to get off this topic because you know we don't get too political over here. We'll talk about politics, but uh, let's talk about some other news. We'll end it here with the uh, MLB. The MLB, uh, the trade deadline was like one of the most tra- traffic days for like MLB.com, other other sites. Everybody was logging into MLB.com to find out who was being traded, what was being traded. Uh, the biggest search uh, history or search engine people typing in their search engines was Juan Soto. So, uh, Jojo, you're our Juan resident Soto. baseball master. Um, I think going into this trade deadline, I think Juan Soto was like one of the biggest names, right? Because he declined. Um, uh, he declined extension with the uh, Washington Nationals because uh, he thought it was like $450 million, some of, one of the biggest contracts or whatever. Because he thought he can get some more money. He ends up getting traded. Uh, during the trade deadline, Jojo, uh, how, how do you feel about him getting traded to the San Diego Padres, who now have they have Juan Soto, they have Machado, and they have Tatis, Tatis Jr. Tatis. Uh, how, how do you feel about the Padres acquiring Juan Soto this uh, trade deadline, this offseason? 
or just during the season? Uh, you know, it's been lingering in my head. I'm like, yo, who? I didn't expect him to go to a Padres because first off, they gave Machado that massive contract, and they really have Tatis there. Um, so I'm like, what are they gonna give to 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 get him? Um, obviously he wants to go to a contender, right? Now, here's the thing. It's it's amazing for the Padres, but they still have the Dodgers to worry about. Now, can they play catch up to the Dodgers and take the division this season? That is the question. They could obviously fight, you know, for a wild card spot, but would you want to leave it in the hands? You made this big move for a one playoff game, you know, um, Looking long-term, it's amazing, right? Because the next few seasons, they have this young generational talent that they could build on with Machado and Tatis when he comes back from injury. And Padres could be an amazing team. We saw glimpses of them in the last few seasons, and they just they just scored. They, they literally hit a home run uh, acquiring Soto right now. Uh, now the question is, what can they do with him this season? Can they play catch-up to the Dodgers? So I'm going to look at the standings right now. I know they're behind... Quite a few games here uh, for the, the division. The screen. Yeah, the second right is sixty-one to forty-seven right now. Currently, the Padres are sixty-one to forty-seven. Twelve and a half games behind behind the Dodgers. Twelve and a half games, which there's still some time left in the season. Got about fifty games left, if I'm correct. Uh, so it's time to catch up, but they gotta be real consistent. Now, wild card standings. I let's see right where here. they're at. The Padres, they're, uh, they're in the second in the wild card. Right yeah, they're, they're yeah. two games above the line. Two and a half and games above the line right here. All right. I mean, so they're they fighting. So, yes. Atlanta right there, think, which we've seen what Atlanta could do in the last few seasons. They hey, they're going to lock it up. Like they're, yeah. they're in. They're in. Yeah, and, and that's the biggest thing I think I see from this this trade. Like, you know, they went big on you Darvish. I think you Darvish was with the Cubs for a little bit. though. was a pitcher. And, yep. you know. And, and well, you know they signed was, Machado to the Darvish was with the Rangers before. Yeah. Oh, sorry, with the Rangers. He was with the Cubs and then went to the Rangers. Also, they signed Machado. Machado came from uh, Machado came from the Orioles, right? Machado was with the, the Orioles. Orioles yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So they yeah. signed Machado. They signed you Darvish. They get these big contracts. So to me, this is like them going all in. Obviously, you got to compete against the LA Dodgers. Uh, uh, you know, and like they're going all in. Like this, I, I, if I'm a Padres fan, which I'm not, I, I might become because I mean, these are exciting young players. Really, I thought you were an like, Angels this fan. Is, this is a, I mean, I'm just a <laughs> fan. City of Angels, man. There we go. There we go. I'm, I'm just Otani. I'm just Otani. There we go. I'm an Otani kind of guy. I thought, I thought if, you were you know, Anna, Anaheim. No, no, just just Otani. Just Otani. Just him. Um, if I'm a Padres fan, like yo, your team's going. They're trying to win, though. Like they're not. You know what I mean? Maybe they, they cannot compete with um, – they can't compete with, with the, the Dodgers, but at least they're trying, dude. They're trying. Honestly, they're trying. They're honestly, trying. It's time. It's time, bro. Listen, I, if I were them, bro, in that division, I'd, I'd be sick and tired coming second place to these damn Dodgers, bro. I'd, I'd be sick of it. Yeah, there's all-star I mean, talent. They're, they're 12 Every and a half games behind we, the we Dodgers. We said they're the sleeper team. We've said they're the sleeper team for the past few seasons, and we haven't even seen them get into the playoffs. Yeah. Oh my because somehow along the road, they, they end up slipping. Early on in the season, they were going back and forth first place with the Dodgers. And look, of course, the Dodgers go ahead and take a commanding 12-and-a-half game lead in first place. 72 like, wins. They're probably going to hit 100. Well, they're going to hit 100. They're going to hit sure. for sure. They're going to hit 100. 
Yeah. For sure. yeah. They have they, dude, their run differential's two hundred and ten. Shit. Plus two hundred. <laughs> oh plus yeah, plus two hundred and ten. That didn't say that was the most in the league, only behind the Yankees. I mean only yeah, you know, so- the second place is the Yankees, by the way. Oh, speaking of the Yankees, let's translate that over to Yankees. I don't know if you've seen JoJo in this offseason. JoJo, our resident Yankees fan. Uh, uh, one of the biggest trades, uh, Joey Gallo. Uh, he was having yep. a tough time. Uh, All time. Uh, he was like under, nah, under, I love like, Gallo, 50, I love under the Mendoza line. Whatever. They trade uh, Joey Gallo to the Dodgers uh, for a right-handed pitcher in uh, Clayton Beater. Uh, how do you feel, just JoJo in general? We can talk about you know Joey Gallo specifically for this season, but how do you feel about the transactions between the Yankees uh, uh, up to the trade deadline. How do you feel they did it? Yo, I mean, I feel like they did perfect. We did perfect, right? No offense to Joey Gallo. Love the man. Love the signing last season. But guess what? He, he wasn't performing at all. Um, he, he struck out at least two, three times a game. Every once in a while, you know, you see a glimpse of his greatness, a little solo shot home run um, at Yankee Stadium. But we know when playoff time comes, we need the pitching, and we definitely need another starter, right? We're thinking long term. Uh, we're thinking Houston Astros. That's that's what's on every Yankees fan's mind right now. We know we're gonna finish first place the rest of the season. We're we're already in playoff mode. We're we're, we're thinking Houston Astros, like I said, um, which actually beat us quite a few times this season. So I'm a little worried, even though I have faith in my team. You know, we're just leading the way. But back to the trade, man, we definitely need we need the pitching. And Joey Gallo wasn't performing. And we actually got another outfielder, uh, Benintendi, from the Royals. Great acquisition there. Uh, good piece of hitting. Great fielding. Pretty good arm out there. Um, now, actually, it's funny you brought up Joey Gallo. Uh, he's with the Dodgers. Another big market team. So, you know, there's been talks. Like, how is he going to perform there? Uh, he came from Texas. Small market. No pressure on him. Hence why he had such amazing numbers. And then coming to New York, like I say, he shit the bed. You know, he, he shit the bed with us this season. Uh, so now he's with the Dodgers, and he actually got his first hit today, which was a single that got through shortstop. Um, so now everyone's making jokes like, oh, now Gallo's either going to shit the bed with the Dodgers or he's finally going to go off. But, of course, he's going to go off with, with, with L.A., like, out of all teams. This, this man's just going to make him better. So we'll see. Down the road, playoff time. How do you feel about that game? Get rid of him, getting a pitcher. I mean, he's definitely been the biggest horse spot. As as good as the Yankees have been this entire season, as good as their yep. differential and their win differential is, he's been the horse spot. And everybody's like talking about oh Joey Gallows. I was like, oh, just give him a chance to get in the playoffs. But obviously, they traded him away. Um, and like you said, I think they they did well in trying to beef up their pitching. Uh, pitching is going to be key uh, in the playoffs. I know offensively, as, as long as everybody stays healthy, yeah, like. We can get we can get into their hitters. Uh, we can talk about Aaron Rodgers next. Um, as long as they stay healthy, man, the Yankees are looking really good this year. They they look really good. And trading Joey Gallo seems like a nice guy, but you know, uh, it, he he was definitely the sore spot on, on that starting roster. So um, we'll see. Let's let's end it on uh, Aaron Judge because Aaron Judge has hit. This is like top four. The most home runs hit through 106 games. You're only halfway. Through. Like I said, we just got to the trade deadline post All-Star game. Um, he's hit 43 home runs in 106 games. Insane. And the only other four people do that. Below him is Babe Ruth. Or tied with him is Babe Ruth with 43. Above him is Babe Ruth with 44. Mark McGuire right. and Barry Bonds. Don't count. 
Babe Ruth don't count. <laughs> Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds. Yeah, so nice. uh, he, he's up there with the greats. Uh, I'll only Joe count Joe. Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds. You count Barry Bonds Aaron, on the roids above Babe Aaron, Ruth. I, natural yeah. talent. I will, I will count Barry Bonds. Natural talent. Okay. The guy was playing against plumbers. I'll take I'll go. take juiced up Barry Bonds and juiced up Mark <laughs> McGuire. I'll that is I'll take that over <clears throat> Babe Ruth anyway. Okay. I'll take Otani. I'll take Otani over Babe Ruth. Here's let's, Look, uh, let's talk about Aaron Jones among at, the greats. <laughs> here's what the Yankees need to do. They need to put a blindfold on, right? They need to hand this man a blank check, right? Because we still haven't even signed him to a deal. They need to do everything we can to get this man to stay with Yankees and initiate him as the captain. Yes, I'm saying it. We haven't even won a championship with him yet. He's showing crazy leadership, immense leadership that we need on the team. Leading the league, home runs, hits going crazy, batting average going crazy. This guy has walk-off home runs. He has everything, everything in the book right now this season. All-star appearance. Hand this man a blank check. Almost every other game, this man's hitting a home run, but not just random, you know, bullshit home runs. It's it's usually in clutch moments. Go ahead, home runs to give us the lead. And of course, he has a few walk offs under his belt this season, in which the Yankees do lead the league and uh, and walk offs this season. So shout out, shout out them boys over there. I'm actually a little upset. Yeah. I don't know if you guys uh, saw the the record books, but we're not in first place anymore in the league. Fucking Dodgers, 72 wins, got ahead of us, but. Whatever, uh, Julian. Almost, how, how, yeah. how do you feel about uh, Aaron Judge? Do you think like he's he's worth the paycheck? Do you think he's worth it going forward? I mean, he's playing very well this yeah, season. I mean, he's finally having a great season. You know what I mean? With the side injuries, but Julian is, is Aaron putting Judge, it all together. Should they should they go all in on Aaron Judge, the Yankees? Yeah, I mean, who's beating him in home runs this year? I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, he's been the best hitter in the league so far when it comes to like, yeah. I mean, why not? Like. You, you, what are you going to do? Get rid of them? Like it's the Yankees, bro. They can pay whatever they want. It doesn't matter. They've been legally cheating for decades, like, for centuries. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> They've been legally whoa, cheating. Whoa. Hey, <laughs> listen, money, money talks, man. Call us the Bankies, all right? Because we out here. That, 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 that's it. Just like the, the Dodgers. Bankies. Man. Real quick, I did want to acknowledge before we end the show how much the Marlins have been pissing me off. They made no moves in the trade deadline for pitching. Pitching well, is atrocious outside of Sandy Alcatara, yeah. who actually just threw uh, his third complete, complete game. Complete game shutout. Yeah, this season against the Reds. But then anytime anybody else pitches, it's a shit show. And they allow and like guess what runs. the Marlins are probably going to do? And I'm wearing a Marlins jersey. They're probably going to sell them. They're going to get rid of him. <laughs> They're going they to get rid of them. Like they always so. fucking do. And it pisses me off. I don't think They're so. going like, to get rid you of them. You, you know how, bro, lost Christian Yelich. You lost uh, uh, Carlos Stanton. You, you lost so many players. So Lee many Gordon, solid, really Marcelo good Marcelo Zuna. And shout out yeah. everybody else. They got Marcelo Zuna, um, uh, <laughs> Real Muto, the catcher. You've lost, yeah, D Gordon. All these people. And it's just like, it's so frustrating, and the Marlins have slowly been dropping. They lost the whole series to the Mets. Um, they I mean, that's the first uh, they lost a series to the Reds, and yeah. they're right there, they were pushing the wild card. They were pushing the wild they were. card. They were only they were four they and were. a half games behind, and then literally in the past like week and a half, two weeks, they're yeah. now nine games behind, and it's just like yeah. you lost the Mets, which sucked. You, you should have beat. You should have swept the Reds. 
and it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much. And then they didn't trade for anybody. They didn't do anything to like really push themselves to that wild card spot. They have to trade for it. They don't really have. Well, uh, they just done no, something. No, I mean, they, they do. They got a few all stars, but they're not gonna get rid of those all stars just yet. You know. No, um, and my thing isn't the hitting; it's the pitching. The pitching is just awful. It's terrible. They did bring up a guy from the Jumbo Shrimp. Um, Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a chance. MC or else UCO yeah, I mean, in his arm. He fucking blew his arm out. I remember, I remember, I remember how hyped everybody was. He came up from the jumbo shrimp because Myers, all Myers there. was his name. Yeah, my my something Myers. Yeah, he was killing it in Jacksonville. Apparently, one of my buddies was because obviously, like he goes to the game sometimes, and he's like, "Yeah, man, this guy, this guy's nice." He's been, he's been yeah, watching he, him at the jumbo shrimp, and then he got called up, and then it's just man, the Marlins. The Marlins just pissed me off. They're the Marlins are the epitome of like always being four games behind the wild card. <laughs> like always, they always give you enough to keep you like hopeful. But, <laughs> but isn't that like, the worst part though? Right, having that little small sense of hope. You don't want to get too excited, but then you. I don't know. Up. I feel like I'd rather have that though than just be like the Nationals or like thirty. Be last place. Listen, yeah. you're, you're talking to a Jaguars fan. There's a lot of a lot of look, hopelessness. Look, put, 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 hopelessness. Put, yeah. Wishing for the okay. playoffs is like is like, is like the Meyer. Super Bowl for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wishing for playoffs is like the Super Bowl. Bro, Anyways, listen. Yo. All I gotta say, I'm just glad Yankees. Or we're right where we're supposed to be. We're in first place majority of the season. We're holding it down, you know, in our division. We're going to take first place for sure in our division. Like I said, not to reiterate, but our main focus right now is those damn Houston Astros. And honestly, I want to see them in the playoffs. You're going to hear a lot more about this in the next few episodes. So, guys, take it away. Yo, let's talk... Yo, let's talk about real quick uh, before we get It's going to sound like a here, drum uh, circle. Everybody's just beating on a trash can during that World Series. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the Marlins, so let's talk about, you know, I see you wearing a jersey, uh, Jojo. Uh, you want to talk about, what was that? Was he, why is it red? I don't think the models have red in there. What's up, what's up with that? It's an Angels jersey. Like, what's up? Like your shirt now, I'm playing. Angels. All right, guys, yeah. And no, um, <laughs> yeah, we posted a reel on our on our Instagram, Real Fans Podcast, you know, highlighting Puerto Rico Heritage Night. So what's dope about, you know, you know, Marlins and Lone Devil Park, they do this every year, right? Heritage Nights, uh, again, just, you know, celebrating tradition between cultures, you know. Next week is actually uh, Dominican Republic Heritage Night. They have Italian Heritage Night. They have Jewish Community um, Night. They have Venezuelan Heritage Night. They have Cuban Heritage Night. And I was able to attend Puerto Rican Heritage Night, you know. Shout out my Boricos out there, you know. Coquis, Platono. Platano power, Mangu power, everything. How was power. the game? How was the game? Mongo power was the for everyone, Dominican, yeah, Puerto right. Ricans, everybody. <laughs> uh, no, nah, it was actually dope, man. Uh, they had a live uh, salsa concert at the end post game. They gave out these dope jerseys. Check it out. Upon entrance, they actually gave out um, cowbells. That, so we're out there is making that noise. Stitched in, or is it like yes, like yes. a print? It's like a print. No, it's actually not print. It's actually it's stitched in. It's part of the jersey. It won't fit. Even the flag. Right there. The, the flag is also stitched in. Will not really? fade. Yep. Really? Like right oh, they really stuck up. Um, I've attended. I would have went to the game, but I had another thing. I was too late. Well, no, but by the time I, I saw the thing, it was like, by the time I was going to buy the tickets, it literally said, because um, I was going to get it the day before, but then I forgot. And so then I went to go get it like two days before um, the game. And it said that it sold out of jerseys. And I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm not going to go. <laughs> that was, that was my biggest thing is I wanted the jersey. Yeah, it's probably the earliest I've ever 
went to a Marlins game. I went like when the gates opened. Like, I would have got it. To make sure just, I got uh, my jersey. I would have done it, but like something came up. I remember I was waiting for an answer for something and then I, I forgot about it. And then by the time I remembered to go purchase it, it was like we've sold out of jerseys. And I'm like, ah, yeah. fuck it. I'm just not going to go. Like, I was like, fuck it. But for the listeners out there, this was kind of like a taste to what it's going to be like for the World Baseball Classic in which Miami's hosting in March. Stay tuned for that. That's going to be dope. Uh, real quick, Gabe. So with um, purchasing, you know, the ticket package to receive the jersey uh, for this game um, actually allowed us to get a pre-sale of the Puerto Rico games coming in March. So I'm going to be looking out for that email to get a little pre-sale action, get first dibs on those games. So I thought that was pretty dope um, there. And proceeds went to some Puerto Rican foundations out here in the community in Miami. Uh, so, man, it was just all good things about the, the game. And, you know, shout out to the Marlins hosting it every year. Um, again, multiple cultures. Uh, Dominican. Well, you got the cowbell. Heritage is gonna be, you know, the, the, cow, the cowbell is actually pretty dope. The cowbell pretty dope. <laughs> Listen, man, you know the funniest part, man? You, you just had casual fans there, had no idea what was going on. They just wanted to see the Mets, you know, come into town. There was a lot of, you know, New Yorkians out yeah, there. Yeah, it was also a Mets game. Yeah, it was a Mets game. Yeah, too, so, so it was a it great was turnout. Cool. Um, it was dope. And then you, oh, you hear cowbells everywhere. And then you see these fans sitting here like, yo, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> They're like, yeah, hey, I didn't sign up for this. You got little kids banging their cowbell. <laughs> yeah, you imagine being a pitcher, like just like, right. like just hearing these fucking bells. Imagine being an Astros where they get a trash can and you get a cowbell instead. Yeah. Just nah, All right. Those are tough jokes. Well, we'll have definitely more, but especially with when the World Baseball Classic comes to land. Definitely have uh, our ears to the streets. Jojo will definitely be there. He's getting those tickets. Julian, hopefully, be there. Hopefully, he'll fucking buy the tickets in time. God damn. Um, <laughs> um, we'll be back tickets. here next week. More stuff. Real fans podcast covering all the sports: MLB, NBA, NFL, anything. Slam ball. We'll come back. With slam ball. Slam, 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 slam ball content. Content. <laughs> yeah, pick a team. <laughs> we'll be here next week real fan podcast we appreciate all the downloads and subscriptions we'll see y'all next week peace peace out